Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. Listen, we want to deposit and sow life into you. We want to fill you up with the goodness of God. So we want you to receive this morning. You know, you can receive no matter where you are. All you need to do is to hear the good news and believe it. That's what makes this ministry so powerful is the message that we preach of who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and who we are in him. So grab a hold of it with your ears. Uh, We've got a special message for you today for this Thanksgiving weekend. Take a little break from our series, Whole and FOMO Free. And the, the title of this message for today is The Table Set Before Us. Okay, The Table Set Before Us. Hallelujah. I can adjust that if you need to. Um, you know, it's, it's a very special thing when you're invited to a Thanksgiving table. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a very special thing. Oh, yeah. You know, and, um, and you get to enjoy what's been provided for you. Mm-hmm. And I've had the privilege of watching Jennifer over the years, you know, way back to when it was just you and me, just you me. know. Mm-hmm. And all the way through the years and as our table has grown and the different Thanksgivings we've had and the preparation that you go through to prepare a meal is quite amazing. And, uh, you know, what, what I, I was thinking about it, for a Thanksgiving meal, not only is there a lot of work and preparation prior to anyone ever getting there, but there's, there's a significant expense if you want to have a feast, That's right? A feast. Could it's be a feast. several hundreds of dollars That's for right. one meal, right? right? But what makes a Thanksgiving table, a Thanksgiving so special? And that's what I, I believe the Lord wanted us to, to meditate on is because he's prepared a table for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not once a year. It's every day of your life for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's a supply and a provision that, that is divine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about it as I was praying for, for you guys this week and praying for the, this time together. And I thought, well, there are three things that came to mind that make a Thanksgiving table so special, a Thanksgiving invitation. And you know, the first one is it is I thought is if the people who invite you care for you, yeah. you know, yeah. if they actually love you and if they know you, that makes it very special. It you know, they're inviting you to their table, into their home because they love you and they know you. That was the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through the next two. The second thing that came to mind is when you walk in is if the atmosphere is festive, right? If the atmosphere is joyful, if there's a peace there, if there's an expectation there, that makes that Thanksgiving time very special, right? And the third thing, now don't don't get mad at me, but if the food is good, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, if you've got the first two, the, all right, but if you've got all three, you know, if, the, if what's been provided for you is high quality and delicious, man, you're having a good day, 
right? Because the people who've invited you to this bountiful table love you. They care for you. They know you. The atmosphere in that place is uh, festive and joyful and peaceful. And what's on the table is quality and delicious. (laughs) Well, I I want you to just imagine, what would it be like if God invited you to his house for Thanksgiving? Have you thought about that? Well, here's the reality. God has invited you to sit at his table Mm -hmm. every single day of your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, he not only invited you, but he invited you because he loves you. And not only does he love you, he, he, he knows you. Yeah. Before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you. And he, he knit you together and he created an amazing purpose for your life. And, and he handcrafted and custom made you. You're one of a kind. He knows everything about you. And he called you to come and sit and dine at his table. That's not a, a nice thing to think about. That's a reality. God the Father has invited you to sit at his table, and there is a seat at his table with your name on it. Amen. Something great. we started doing, we have little placeholders. Yeah, place Back many years ago, many we, years we, ago. we put a little picture of the person on a little place guard, and we put their name on it, we put it by the plate. Well, there is a, a photo, a pic of you right in front of that plate. God has prepared a place for you at his table. And you know it's special because all three things are met, right? He loves you. He knows you. And um, what's the atmosphere like at God's table? Is it stressful? Uh Uh-uh. There's zero stress there. Is it festive? Well, in his presence is fullness of joy. You've never known a celebration like the celebration of being in the presence of God. And by that way, if you're born again through faith in Jesus Christ, that celebration presence is inside of you. So all all three things are met. He loves you. He knows you. The atmosphere at his table is fullness of joy and pleasures uh, beyond imagination, pleasures in his right hand. And what was the third thing? What do you think about the provision that's on his table? The quality of what he's provided for you. Is it, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five stars? It's from heaven. It's divine. What he's prepared for you, all of your favorite things are at his table. I mean, it's special, right, when you sit down to eat and your favorite things are on the table Mm -hmm. and they're prepared just like you like them. They say that. Don't, Don't use Thanksgiving as a day to experiment. Like people, right, right, yeah, like, that's right, right, right. They're right. not looking for you to bring something. Oh, new, especially so. me, boy. You, you, you experiment with me on Thanksgiving. I'm crabby. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for what you want. What you want when you come to the table. You're looking for what you like. Everybody has yeah. a favorite, right? Everybody. It's either the side. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know what's your favorite side? Sure. Uh, you're coming to the table looking mm-hmm. for, for your favorites. That's right. For sure. Does God want you to have your favorites? <laughs> yes. Yes. God wants to satisfy the desires of your heart. That's so good. Ask, 
and it will be given to you. Mm -hmm. Seek, you will find. Knock, it will be open. He, I mean, all throughout his word, he is imploring us to ask him. Mm -hmm. Ask, come, ask, yes, come, come, so ask, come, ask. That's right? So he wants to bless you yeah. with the best things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's the father of lights. Uh, James says that every good and perfect gift comes from him, right? Who richly and ceaselessly blesses us with all things to enjoy. That's so good. So on the Father's table, now we're talking, naturally speaking, obviously, of the things on our table for Thanksgiving, but I want to tell you, the Father has provided more than just natural food for you. So let's imagine ourselves, we've responded to the invitation at God's table, we come and, and we sit down. What's on that table? Well, I know healing and wholeness are on His table for you. Wholeness in your body, wholeness in your mind, strength in your soul, wholeness and healing are on God's table, and there's just a heaping provision that you cannot deplete wow. for you. Yeah. I know that untroubled, undisturbed well-being, peace are on his table. There are chargers full of peace. There are side dishes of forgiveness. There are uh, big old salad bowls of righteousness. There are, I mean, it's just a table that's overflowing with strength and joy and love and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control, soundness of mind and soundness of being. This is the abundant table the Father has prepared for you through the finished work of His Son. I want to read you one of the invitations out of the scriptures that the Father calls to us. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter 55. I want, to, I want you to hear the heart of the Father because there are many invitations in scripture. This is just one. Now, this is one of my faves, good old prophet Isaiah, right? Why? Because he talks so much about Jesus. I like people who, who love, who love to, to know Jesus about Jesus, who want to talk about him, who want to experience him, they inspire me. That's good. Well, Isaiah is one of my heroes. He's like the fifth gospel because there's just Jesus from front to back in Isaiah. Well, here's Isaiah 55, and he's prophesying about God's provision, God's table that was provided for us through the coming of his son, the finished work of his son. All right, Isaiah 55, I'm going to start in verse 1. Ho, mm -hmm. everyone who thirsts. All right, he's calling out, he's getting our attention. Look here, behold, come to the waters. And you, I mean, you don't have to call me twice to sit down at that Thanksgiving table. In fact, I might be the first one there, and there might be nothing on the table yet, no, right? Come, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a vulture, right? <laughs> Come to the waters, and you who have no money, come. You can't afford this meal. Mm -hmm. You can't afford what God did for you through Christ. Amen. He's not asking you to pay for it. Amen. Buy and eat, come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. The New Living Translation says it's all free. Who's it free to? You and me. It wasn't free to the Father. He paid top dollar for our 
deliverance and salvation. He paid the greatest price that could ever be paid. It was the life of his son. Thank you, Lord. Verse 24, why do you spend money for what is not bread? (laughs) I'm just reading the Bible here. And your wages for what does not satisfy. So good. Let me read you the New Living Translation. Can I do that? Yes, please. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? This is an invitation. Mm -hmm. Why pay for food that does you no good? Oh, come on. This is God's invitation. What's he talking about? What he's done for you through the finished work of his son? What a contrast. Mm. You know, he's saying this wholesome, beneficial, life-giving, sustaining food Mm. that he has for you is free. Yeah. And yet it's contrasted against us using our resources and wasting them on things that are not beneficial. Right, right. What a contrast. Right. What a contrast. And listen, that's what we do when we don't realize how good God is. Yeah. And how, what he's actually provided for us through his son. We end up spending our time, our energy, and our resources on things that will not fix our problem. Makes me think of the woman in the New Testament, the mm. Gospels. Uh, the, the scripture says that she spent all that she had and was none better. Mm. So she was looking for healing. She mm. spent everything she had and nothing and mm. was none the better mm. and here mm. god is saying come, come to, me. to me come on there's no cost to you and what i have come on will will meet the need will make you whole praise god mm. hallelujah verse uh 25 i'm sorry that's the verse 2b um listen carefully to this is out of the back in the new american standard Listen carefully to me. This is Isaiah 55. Listen carefully to me. This is how we eat the provision on God's table, by listening. Eat with your ears. Listening to <laughs> what he says. Yeah. Believing it and acting on it. This is how we eat the finished work of Christ. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Yeah. And delight yourself in abundance. He wants you to eat and partake and participate. He wants you to feast on the finished work of his son. You can come to the table without any shame, with zero apprehension. Sit down, pick up your knife and your fork, and go for it. (laughs) Fully embrace everything he did for you. Verse 3, Isaiah 55, incline your ear. Right? There it is. And come to me. Listen that you may live. Yes. So this is life and death importance, right? To come to him and listen to what he has to say. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. This is prophesying again to the new covenant that he would make through the finished work of his son. Let me read that to you out of the New Living Translation. Come to me with your ears wide open. Come on. And you will find life. 
man, that's so good. And I, I, I have endeavored over the years to emphasize at Highway the importance of content. No matter what I'm doing, whether I'm watching a movie or out shopping or doing chores or working on a project, I'm, I'm very attuned to the content of what might be being said or what might be being implied. And I want to exhort you. I, I've been in places where the, you know, the, the decor was cool, the talent was there, right. but the content wasn't the finished work of Christ. Right. And I'm not going to eat there. I need the content. Right, I, the the you know the extra the surface of things really is not going to set you free. If I don't have the content, if someone's not telling me who Jesus is, what He's done for me, and who I am in Christ, if someone's not revealing to me the finished work of Christ, that it's the abundance of His grace, it's the gift of His righteousness, I'm not going to eat there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not going to do it. Meaning you're going to close your ears. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to receive I'm what's being said. Right, right, right. And Highway Family, that's why this ministry works uh, as long as it can be heard. That's why this works through the Internet. If you can just hear the message we preach, your life will be changed. Hallelujah. Wholeness will become a reality in you. Strength, peace, peace heavenly provision will become a reality in your life because we're giving you the content of the finished work. Yeah. So train yourself. Yes, he did. Jesus said, be careful how you hear. Absolutely. Focus on content. Absolutely. Content. That's talking about our eating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If we eat by our ears. Yeah. If we listen to live. I like that. Yes. Listen to live. Listen to live. There's also a pattern in the New Testament. You'll find it several times where it says they came to hear and be healed. Mm. Listen to live, hear, and be healed. Yeah. We, we live by what we're eating through our ears. Yeah. So true. So what does the enemy do? He, 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 he wraps what he has to say in beautiful colors. Right? Paul says he comes as an angel of light. Right? He wraps what he has to say in talented music and beautiful colors and cool clothes and, and great posts. But you got to be smarter than that and look at the content, what's actually being said. And is it, is it the goodness of God? Is it the grace of God? Is it the gospel of grace? Is it the finished work of Christ? Or is it the wisdom of man? Is it the the philosophies of the day? Highway family, if I could do anything for you, I would train you and encourage you to live, listen to live, to focus on content. Now, I don't have to be a Scrooge about it. Because I've been in places where the content wasn't good. I'll just be, try and be nice and smile and shake hands. And, but I just know I'm not receiving that. I'm not going to take a bite of that because I've had better, right? I, when, when you taste what God's provided for you, you just aren't going eat, to eat something else, right? Well, it just doesn't take good. We're in this climate for sure where yeah. you can scroll for hours oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. on social media and not... What did the scripture say? Isaiah 55, it says it does not satisfy. Yeah. You right. can leave social media feeling completely uh, 
not satisfied and even depleted or frustrated, discouraged, depleted, stressed. You know, it's not bread for us. No, it is not satisfying not. to us. Um, so, you know, even that discerning yeah. uh, what we're watching, discerning what we're hearing, um, it might be inspiring, yeah. we think, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to the content of the thing, yeah. it ends up being empty. It's true. It's true. It's yeah. it's it's all it's yeah. a, it's so good to God fills us up. Listen to live. He does. He, he does. does. So we want to go through a few more scriptures to encourage you. As there there are two aspects I want to hit on of this Thanksgiving meal. We've talked about obviously God loves you, He knows you. Um that the atmosphere at his table is fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. And what's the the food on the table that he's provided for you is is beyond what you've asked or imagined. Now, the two aspects I want to kind of dig into a little bit here in the time that we have left are the preparation and the invitation, okay? The preparation for the meal and the invitation. I want you to realize that before you ever messed up, God provided for you. He had you covered. Let's go to, again, Isaiah. Let's just go back a couple chapters to my, my hero here, Isaiah chapter 53. We're looking at the provision and this is what I've just been amazed about Jennifer over the years. I mean, the way she puts it all together. And, no, and people don't even know what she's done. You know, you just get there and you enjoy it. And it's like, man, you don't know what this lady did for the last, you know, weeks to get ready for this. Um, but the host ensures that, that all of the provision and preparation are taken care of. And, you know, when you show up, the host doesn't want you to know what it costs. Right? There's not like receipts next to each plate, no, right? They're, not, they're no. not interested in that. They want you to receive it. <laughs> they want you to be blessed, be right? Blessed. They want you to just enjoy it, partake of it, and, and reap the benefits of it. And the Father's like that. Now look at this preparation, preparation here in Isaiah 53, verse 4. Surely, this is out of the Amplified Translation, surely he has borne our griefs, our sicknesses, our weaknesses and distresses and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten and afflicted by God as if with leprosy. Of course, the prophet Isaiah is describing the finished work of Christ, what Christ did for us on that cross. What did he do? He bore our griefs, our sicknesses, our diseases, our distresses, our pains, our sorrows. He bore it all on himself. Verse 5, but he was wounded for our, that's you and me, hello, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. Listen to this, the chastisement, the punishment that you and I needed in order for us to obtain peace, wholeness, shalom, perfect well-being and prosperity was upon him. Yes. Let me read that again. Out of the Amplified, the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. That means he paid for it. He paid for it. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Hallelujah. This, I just love 
learning and meditating on the provision of God for the table that we're sitting at. It's so good. He's already provided your healing. Where do I have to go to get it to him? Just believe in what he's already done. Listen to live. Wrap your ears around Isaiah 53, 3 and 4. It was quoted again uh, in the New Testament, Matthew 8, 17, Peter 2, 23. Wrap your ears. Eat that thing. Listen, I don't eat quickly at Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, no. I get, my, I get my plate ready. I get my sides. I get my whole thing ready. And we sit down, and I take my time. Don't read your Bible quickly. Okay, Isaiah 53, okay, I'm healed. No, eat it. Mm -hmm. He bore my sicknesses and my diseases. What am I doing? I'm chewing my food. I used to do this with the kids when they were little. I'd say, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what was I doing? Chew, 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 chew. He bore this this dark thing that's trying to come into my life. This sickness, this disease, this condition. He bore this. I don't allow it. Jesus bore this. Yeah. Healing's on the table. It's already done. I'm not trying to get it. It's on the I'm table. thanking him, thanksgiving, thanksgiving for it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chew your food, highway family. Come on, right? That's provision. Let's go to invitation. And then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna eat it some more. Ready? Invitation. Matthew chapter eleven. Another invitation, like Isaiah fifty-five. Matthew chapter eleven. Going to read it to you. Uh, this is New American Standard and Amplified combined. Come to me. Right? I love it. You know, you're shopping for deals. Sometimes you have to go to many stores. It's not like that with God. You don't have to try this and try that. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's a, he is the one-stop super shop, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> he is. He is. He is your superstore. Hallelujah. Jesus, come to me. Save yourself the time. There's no lines. There are no mobs. You have immediate access to his presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank no you. waiting, no hold, no voicemails, no bargaining. Right? No Black Friday sale. It's free every day. It's for you. It's been provided. Eat it. Mm -hmm. Take it. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The Amplified says, I will cause you to rest. That's health right there. Mm -hmm. I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Whew. What an invitation. Hmm? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. Amen. The Amplified says, you shall find relief and ease. I like that and refreshment, and recreation, and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my load is light. Amen. Man, that's so good. Amen. That's so good. It's already done. 
There's no distance between God's table and you. The seat's there. Just sit down. Listen to what he's done for you. Man, I encourage you. We've got some delicious content in this ministry. <laughs> Listen to it. You can go back to every single message we've ever preached from the beginning of this ministry, and it's all free. How wonderful is that? There are Bible studies waiting for you on our website, on the media page, on our YouTube channel. And you can just eat and be transformed and experience wholeness by listening to live. You know, I just want to make a quick comment that sometimes people, religious people, will prevent you or criticize you for coming to the Lord for a need. Yeah. They will rather that you um, just worship the Lord. Abase in, yourself. In your need. Yeah. But to come and ask for something is a little too bold. But that's not what the scripture that says. That is not pleasing to the Father. No. And the interesting thing, I remember At when all. the Lord revealed this to me many, many years ago because I was in a service where that, that kind of thinking was being highlighted where you don't come to the Lord for what you need. Just weep and cry Just and sing. Just be glad that he's God and, you know, I don't know. But but it it, it was bothering me on the inside because uh, the, the, Father's heart. the Spirit of God in that moment, in that service, began to minister to my heart and said, I don't, he, you know, basically, basically saying, I don't have healing on a shelf to give. Where I am is healing. Oh. In other words, healing can't be separated from the person of That's Christ. That's exactly right. He doesn't, God doesn't have to go to a shelf to get healing to deliver it to you. Okay, you've cried enough. I'll give you a little bit. No, when you come to, he says, me, come to me and I will give. He, it, it's because it's of him that he's yeah. giving. The healing yeah. is of him. The peace is of him. He doesn't have to go over somewhere and get a jar of peace from the pantry. He doesn't have to mm. go outside of himself. No, peace, he is yeah. the prince of peace. He, he is uh, our healer. Yes, he so is. So what I'm saying to you today to encourage you is that when you come to God or you come to Christ, that you are coming to all your provision. Um, and so mm. there is no distinction, really, That's because right. you can't separate That's healing right. from God. That's you right. can't separate joy from God. That's right. You can't separate Prosperity answers from, from God. God. Yes. You can't separate abundance. I love the right. word abundance. Yes. You can't separate. You can't. You can't. When you come to him, he gives of himself. Yes. And as Joseph is so beautifully describing, he's He's already prepared it. Yeah. It's already in abundance. Yeah. There's no shortage of what you need. He's not, uh, again, it's not separate from him. He has to decide to give it. it. When you come to him, you come to all that you need. This is why it took so much time um, in the history of Israel to reveal himself as healer. I am the Lord, your healer. Yeah. You know, I am that. Yes. I don't have that. Yes. I am that. Right. <laughs> I don't have to go over and get that. Right. It, when you come to me, you come to all the things that you could ever need. Right. And, uh, and he's pleased 
to give you the kingdom, the scripture says. That's exactly right. He's pleased to pour out on you. He's pleased to to give you uh, those things that mm. he already knows that you need. Absolutely. That's what the scripture says too. He already knows that we need them. Yeah. And and so why not come to the Lord? Yeah. Why not come to the Father where it is free <laughs> and where it is profuse? where it is abounding mm. and be satisfied, mm. be filled up Hallelujah. and find what it is that you need in Christ. Amen. Can you imagine if the guests who came to your, your feast sat down and kind of looked around and went, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I told, that's all I want. I'm sorry. Just look. Come to the throne of grace with boldness. Yeah. Boldness. That's the father and say, we love it when the guests just devour it, wipe <laughs> us out. We do. It's like eat. It gives us pleasure right. when the people you invite are just feasting. That's so true. And they're doing it without reservation, without shame. They're just, oh, yeah, pass the plate, mm -hmm. you know, pass it. Give me more of that. That's that was right. good. You know, right? one of my favorite Thanksgivings was uh, when the kids invent invited their coworkers over. I think you guys remember. Maybe some of you were there. Um, some of you know many. Most of our kids worked at one fast food establishment. Amazing place. Amazing place. And uh, a lot of times the kids that work there are college kids, are far from home, uh, can't get back for Thanksgiving. So one Thanksgiving we had everybody over. And it was just such a blessing to us yes. to be able to open our home and have these 15, 20 young people, and we wanted to see them enjoying absolutely, themselves. Absolutely. You know, we wanted to see them filled up and, absolutely. and enjoying themselves. <laughs> you know, we want you to eat what's on the table. Yes. God wants you to enjoy yourself. Yes. He wants you to partake of the rich feast he's prepared for you. And we're talking about healing. We're talking about wholeness. We're talking about abundance. We're talking about prosperity. We're talking about wisdom, vision, inspiration, direction, purpose, destiny, all of the things the Father's provided for you through His Son. Yes. And I, I, you know, the father of the faith is Abraham. It's not Moses. Big difference. But I, Abraham, in, in Romans chapter 4, the Holy Spirit describes how Abraham took his place at the table and how Abraham uh, ate the provision of God for his life. And I want to read that to you, and we're going to finish this morning, okay? Because we need to know how to eat what's on the table, how to partake of the feast, the finished work of Christ that God's provided for us. And here's Romans 4, 20 through 23 in the Amplified Translation. Now listen to this. Now, uh, this is what, what did God, God called Abram out of his religious tradition of worshiping idols. And he, he said, come and follow me. And Abram said, yes. 
and followed him. And then Abram, uh, his wife was barren. And God said, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And, and he told him to look up into the sky and count the stars. He said, more numerous than the stars are your descendants going to be. God's giving this man a vision of the impossible becoming a reality in his life. God will do the same for you. What God has called you to do, what God has made you to do is impossible in any other way but by believing him. Okay? So verse 20, Romans 4, says, No unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubtingly question concerning the promise of God. But Abram, Abraham, he grew strong and was empowered by faith. Listen to this. How did he grow strong? How was he empowered by faith? As he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. Listen, this is how we eat what's on God's table. We begin to worship him for it, that it is so in our lives, regardless of how we may currently feel, regardless of what the circumstances are telling us. We, we grab a hold of what he said in his word, what he has revealed to us in his word regarding the finished work of his son. We grab a hold of it and we grow strong and we are empowered by faith by giving praise and glory to him. Sounds like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's have another one. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, it's that simple. You begin, listen, fear can be just trying to cover you. Worry, stress, condemnation. Uh, you're a failure. This isn't going to work. What do you do in the midst of that? See, he's prepared a table before us in the midst of our enemies. When all that garbage is trying to get you to quit, what do you do? You open your mouth and begin to worship the Father that His will, His abundant provision is done in your lives just as it is in heaven. I love Proverbs 14, 27. It says, to worship God in wonder and awe opens a fountain of life within you, empowering you to escape death's domain. Hallelujah. Worshiping God opens this floodgate of life within you and empowers you to move forward into the fullness of his plan for your life. Hallelujah. That's how you eat, folks. So I'm just, get, you know, whatever the example might be. Maybe you're dealing with uh, depressing thoughts and feelings, depression or anxiety. What do you do? You, be, you get into the Word and see what God has to say about who you are and what He's done for you. I'm thinking of Nehemiah, uh, what is it, 810? Yes. Do not be grieved. Not. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I'll begin to speak that over my life. Soul, 
Be happy. Be joyful. Do not be grieved. Do not be worried. Do not be depressed. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The love and joy of Jesus Christ has been shed abroad within me. His presence is in me. Therefore, the fullness of joy is in me. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that joy is my portion. Your joy, which never gets weak, which never runs out. And I rejoice in you and thank you that I'm full of joy. I thank you, Lord, that you're working all things out for my good. And I bless you and I praise you. And I give you glory. You're faithful to accomplish the things that concern me. You never sleep. You never quit. You never give up. You're always on and you're always actively moving in my life. You're, you're my guarantee. You're my assurance. You're my insurance. You're the policy that guarantees victory for me. And I thank you for who you are showing up in every area of my life. This is I'm just showing you what I do in my bathroom, in my bedroom, in my yard, in my car, at the store. Now I'm at people around. I do it quietly. I'm just talking about eating what's on the table. It's so good. Boy, we got we to gotta wind this thing up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So start eating. Chew your food this week, Highway family. Praise him. Thank him. Worship him with wonder and awe. He did it. Amen. How can I behold? Jesus did it. But I've got this and this condition. This, this is broken. That doesn't work. No, Jesus did it. This is who he is. He's the God that raises the dead. Hallelujah. He's the God that calls into being that which does not exist. Hallelujah. Man, this is so good. He calls into being that which does not exist. He raises the dead. This is the God of Abram, and this is your God. This is your father, and you're seated at his table. What can't he do for you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing's impossible with him. And I remind myself of this as I'm walking through each day. Wait a minute. Why am I concerned about this? This is Jesus Christ we're talking about. He puts arms on people that don't have arms. He he calls people out of the tomb, and they've been in there for days. What am I worried about? He's the one who makes whole. And it's his will for you to be whole and for you to prosper. Hmm. Hallelujah. Let's, let's, let's worship the Lord right now. And we want to worship him with all that we are. And we exhort you, Highway family, to come before the Father with your first and your best. Yes. With the best you've got. That's right. And, you know, I... I, I so good. Oh, he's... So good. Give him your first and your best. Mm-hmm. That's why before we do anything with any money that comes into our hands, that top 10% is going right to the Father. Before taxes, before any fees, uh uh-uh. Coffee. Yeah, even before my coffee, (laughs) and I like good bean, I'm telling you right now, we we give that top 10% to the Father. We bring it into our church, and we worship it with Him. First thing, every week we worship the Lord with our top 10 and more. Hallelujah. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And we want to encourage you, Highway family. This is how you eat. I'm telling you, this is how you eat what's on the table. This, this, this attitude of gratitude, this thanksgiving, this expression of worship with our resources, with our money, with our revenue will, will um, open floodgates yes. inside of you. It's, it's not like you're getting God to want to give to you. He's already, he's already given you everything. 
It's his pleasure. It changes us. Giving to God doesn't give him more. It it changes us. Anything we do in worship is not for his benefit. It's for ours. (laughs) So we we, we don't give 10% because God's hurting for cash, right? No. No. We do this to to strengthen our hearts. Mm -hmm. To remind ourselves of his rich provision in our lives. You say, well, what if I don't have a lot of money? You don't need a lot of money to give. It's all based on a percentage, mm-hmm. right? Jesus said it was the, the poor woman who gave more than all the rich people. Why? Because she gave everything she could give, right. right? So it doesn't matter what you got, give what you got, right? Worship God with what you've got. And watch what he does in your life. Remember, you're not doing it for him. You're not doing it so he'll do something in your life. You're you're doing it because you're partaking of his provision for your life. This is how we eat. We act on the reality of him in our lives. What did you say in uh, Romans? Giving praise and glory. Yes. To God. Absolutely. This uh, giving is an act of giving praise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Let's pray right now. And boy, it's it's sometimes hard to (laughs) stop this thing. All right, let's pray right now. And uh, you know, guys, the, the, the information's on your screen. You can go to our website, highwaychurch.us. Just click on Give in the menu. Um, you can text in the amount you'd like to worship the Lord with. You can uh, mail it to our P.O. box. It's all there uh, on the screen for you. And, uh, but let's do this now in thanksgiving and praise. Yes. Father, we come before you with, with our first and our best. Why? Because you're so good. And we're seated at your table. And we're worshiping you with our money right now. Mm-hmm. Father, be glorified in every area of our lives. We thank you, Father, for multiplying what we give for the expansion of your kingdom. Yes. We thank you for every need of this highway family Hallelujah. met abundantly Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. Mortgages paid in full, debts paid in full, uh, automobiles paid in full. Super abundance, Lord. Super abundance. Thank you for transferring the wealth of the wicked to this highway family. Thank you for every need met in this ministry, in this church, all the equipment and resources and all the things that we need. Thank you for it, Father. We give you praise for it, Lord. We thank you for it. And we worship you with our money. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, what he's done for you, and who you are in him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life he came to give you.